It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to an emergency episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. Coming out a little bit later today on Sunday is the sit-down we have with Brian Callahan, so do make sure you check that out. We have two episodes going today. My name is Jake Lisko, and I'll be talking about Sam Hubbard in this emergency podcast. He has just reached an agreement with the Bengals on a four-year, $40 million extension, according to Adam Schefter. And he will be a Cincinnati Bengal, at least on this current contract, until 2025. Now, at the time of recording this, we don't have any terms of this extension yet. I don't know how much roster or signing bonus might be involved. I don't know how the cap accounting will work. But overall, it's a $10 million per year extension. Of course, with all of these things comes some more advanced accounting math where you say, okay, some of that money comes into the last year of the rookie deal. The Bengals will almost certainly do a little bit of signing bonus and a year one roster bonus that will probably come into 2021. And so Sam Hubbard will get some extra money this year. It'll work out to be actually eight and a half million dollars if you count this year over the next five years. And what are they getting? The money is probably the least important part here, even though some folks around the national media or those that aren't very familiar with the Bengals, their initial reaction is overpay, quote unquote. This actually puts Hubbard at 26 in the NFL. And this is a guy that's going to be on the field a lot for the Bengals. Not really going to come off very often due to the high motor, due to the fact that he's very good against the run. And an adequate pass rusher, I would say. He's not great, but he has that fantastic motor, like I said. And he does have some really nice athleticism. It doesn't always show up in the way of creating havoc, the way that a Carl Lawson does, and the really flashy, high-quality sacks. But he is there to help clean things up, to help contain. And the real value for Hubbard, of course, comes in his run defense, where he's developed into a very strong edge setter. He has had issues throughout his time in Cincinnati, but we did later learn that some of his issues perhaps in 2020 can be attributed to an injury that he was working through early in the season, whereas he finished the season very, very strong for the Bengals. You go look at his PFF grading, for example, against Miami, Dallas, Pittsburgh, and Houston from week 13 to week 16. He played some of his best football, including some of his best pass rushing against Houston in week 16. Now, At that point, Houston, not a very good football team, but quality of competition aside, he does have a history of being at least an average pass rusher in the NFL and has shown plenty of chops for being a very plus run defender. Many a Sam Hubbard fan on Twitter pointing out that according to PFF, he led the NFL in run stops despite missing a whole lot of time in 2020, his 31 run stops edging out TJ Watts 27 for the Steelers. His run stop percentage amongst players that were on the field, at least a majority of their team's snaps, also tops in the NFL, 11.7% per PFF. 
just a little bit better than Joey Bosa's 10.8%. So from a football perspective, you're getting a guy who profiles statistically as a very strong run defender. You can see that in the way he plays on tape in terms of his ability, like I said earlier, to set an edge, which I think improved later in the season and was something that he was pretty good at early in his career. You can see it in his leadership skills. This team has loved Sam Hubbard, as Paul Daner Jr. points out, since he was drafted by Marvin Lewis. And you look at the kinds of guys, again, as Paul Daner Jr. points out, that this team has brought in in Zach Taylor's regime in Cincinnati. And you get a lot of guys that profile to having a similar work ethic, similar versatility and willingness to try to do what Lou Anarumo wants to do on this defense to Sam Hubbard. He's really a model player for this team in many ways. He really seems like a guy that at some point in the near future is going to be a team captain for this defense. He's very close with Joe Burrow, obviously. He was part of the team's uniform reveal, along with Jesse Bates, I might point out, who many people are saying, all right, let's get Bates done next. Well, I think that if they are putting Hubbard in front of the cameras the way they put Bates in front of the cameras, a good indication that Bates is coming up next. But in Hubbard, the Bengals retain one of their defensive leaders, certainly one of their better run defenders, a guy that's willing to do whatever his defense asks of him, dropped into coverage 27 times last year, will be on the field a whole lot of the time and doesn't need to come off for different situations because he is a versatile player, provides a lot of things that this team is looking for. And for the third round pick from a few years ago in 2018, he cashes in with 40 million new dollars on a new extension. So I wish Sam Hubbard the best of luck on his extension. And I really don't think it's a big overpay. From an opinion perspective, I think this money is about right. Like I said, it puts him at about 26th in the NFL if you go with the $10 million a year figure. And this is just a preliminary number. So once we get the full information about the contract, see where the guarantees are, see how the Bengals have structured the deal, We'll be able to talk a little bit more about what this deal looks like from a future flexibility and contract perspective, but in the short term, the Bengals have a guy that they see as an integral part of their defense. He's going to play a ton of snaps, and in a guy who just turned 25 in June, I think they see him as a guy who's ascending, looking at his late game play, coming back from that injury and thinking, you know what, this might actually be a bargain with the salary cap exploding. I have no complaints here. You have to re-sign your good players. I think Sam Hubbard is one of those good players and the value that he got reflects the Bengals plan for him. He's not breaking the bank. He doesn't need to reset the market. He doesn't need to be a game breaker. He needs to be a solid contributor and that's how they're paying him. And that's what I think he'll be. We'll talk about this more on tomorrow's episode. Again, please do make sure you check out the interview that James and I have with Brian Callahan. It's a long one, about 45 minutes of packed, detailed conversation about what he expects from the different units of his offense. A lot of Joe Burrow talk and their offensive line talk, Joe Mixon talk. So please do check that out. That will be publishing around five o'clock Eastern time on Sunday. Until next time, Bengals fans, who day and have a good one. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.